you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Travis Scott, what's up, brother? What do you do? How you feeling? Uh, you know, um, as you, I've been on about like different type of like emotions, you know, emotional roller coaster. I mean, um, it gets so hard because you know I'm so I always felt like connected with my fans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went through something, you know, and I feel like fans went through something and people's parents went through something. And it's, you know, it, it really, you know, it hurts. It hurts the community. It hurts the, the city. And it's just been a lot of thoughts, you know, a lot of feelings, a lot of grieving. Um, and just, you know, trying to get you to wrap my head around it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just really wanted to be there. Um, and just, you know, I wish you could just kind of like hold everyone, you know. Um, Kind of just heal them, talk to them, have conversations. Um, you know, it just, it, it just, you know, it really just hurts, man. Well, what's your, what's your intention with this conversation? Like, like, what do you hope to to get out of this, or what do you hope to get out? I don't personally have an intention. I just feel like something happened, and I feel like it's just. Um, I needed just a way to kind of like communicate, you know. Mm-hmm. One, you know, the families are grieving. You know, it's fans that experienced something. It's fans that came to a show. Uh, you know, and I feel like I just have like a. I've always been that person to always see things through mm-hmm. with um, the people that shared experiences with me, and you know, it just things happen and, you know, I just kind of, you know, it's been such a, such a time and I've just been trying to just really figure things out, you know, Mm -hmm. 
I, I know you, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you experienced in remorse, but was there any hesitation to have this conversation because of the litigation you may be facing? Well, I mean, yeah, of course you got people that's just like, oh, uh, what? Like, you know, but um, it's not about that. Uh, you know, it's, you know, you're an artist, you, whoever people think you are, but at the end of the day, you're a human being, you know, mm -hmm. um, and you, you have emotions. Um, you want to communicate them emotions, you know, and trying to find the best way to communicate, you know, how you just feeling, you know. How have you been coping with the aftermath of everything? Just, just, just emotionally, just you as a human. I've been just in a room for a while, you know, a lot of thoughts and luckily, you know, um, yeah, people around that can, you can kind of bounce ideas, but it's just been, you know, I've been doing this for such a long time and, you know, you, nothing like this ever happened, you know? So it just kind of like, you just kind of figuring out. And at the end of the day, like these fans are your family. So you just mm -hmm. feel like you lost lost something and you just it, like you go you do these shows honestly to you know for people to have the best experience you know and mm -hmm. just to think that something like this happening you're just trying to figure out you know you know just wrap everything around and so even just for the first couple couple weeks you know it was just me sitting down but I had to really channel these emotions to just remember like you know if no one's going to be a voice for these people I got to like kind of step up and kind of like be a voice to just figure out that you know, this doesn't happen in the future. It just shows, period. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or figure out the bottom solution of what's going on and just try to ensure as people, you know, safety and what they're doing, you know? Yeah, you said you was in the room, but then people saw you at uh, at the golf course yeah, with, with Michael Jordan yeah. and Mark Wahlberg. What, yeah. what, what was that? Um, it was just Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. um, you know, and they were there. Um, you know, it's just good people to have around in the community. And, you know, that was just more like a personal time just trying to get around. I think, like, some fan came and asked for a photo. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Now, let's talk about that night, man. When, when did when did you find out things got as bad as they did? Now, that's, that's the question everybody wants to know. Yeah, it wasn't really until, like, minutes until, like, the press conference until I figured out exactly what happened, you mm -hmm. know? Um, even after the show, you know, you're just kind of hearing hearing things. Um, but you don't know, I didn't know the exact details until, you know, minutes before the press conference. Mm -hmm. And even at that moment, you kind of just like, wait, you know, what? Like, you know, you just went through something and it's just like, wait, what? You know. So you didn't know people that actually passed away nah, and stuff? No, nah. Wow. Until minutes before, you know, mm -hmm. which is, yeah. You know, and at the thing is like, you know, people pass out, you know, people, you know, things happen at concerts. But something like that, it's just like. Yeah, people said they uh, collectively, they collectively heard folks screaming help every time you stopped the song to get your attention. Did you, did you hear any of those screams? Nah, man. And you know, it's so crazy because I'm not, I'm that artist too. Like, you know, anytime you can hear something like that, you want to stop the show. You want to make sure, you know, fans get the proper attention they need, you know. And I, anytime I could see anything like that, I did, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I stopped like a couple of times to just make sure everybody was okay. And I just really just go off the, you know, the fans' energy as a collective, mm -hmm. you know? Call and response. And I just didn't, I just didn't hear that. You know, mm -hmm. I got music, I got my in-ears, but I just didn't, I just didn't hear that, you know? Break that down a little more. Like, nope, nobody knows what it's like being on stage except for 
other artists. So speak to us from that perspective of of what you can see in here. It was like, what, 50,000 people? Yeah, I mean, you got like a a venue, you know, filled with like 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. But it's like a scene. You got lights, you got sound, you got pyro, you got, you know, you got your in-ears, you got your sound, you got your mic, you know, got the music, you got a band, there's all type of, you know, stuff going on. So it's hard, it's hard to tell excitement from, from, from danger, so yeah, to speak? Yeah, of course. Everything mm-hmm. kind of just sounds the same. And, any, and at the end of the day, you just hear music. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you do, you just hear monks of things, you know, but you just when you're in a show, you just enter the show. And anytime you can feel anything close to you, you know, you try to like definitely get to that. So so as an artist, how much can you actually, I guess, help in that position? You can only help what you can see, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, what you know, whatever you told, you know what I'm saying? Whenever somebody tell you to stop, you just stop. But. Just wasn't it? Well, it wasn't that night, huh? You know, raging, raging has been a part of the culture, you know, of your shows. You know, you, you didn't on this night, but in the past, you've encouraged, I guess, the kind of energy that could have led to something like this happening. Mm-hmm. Do you think that contributed to the energy of this night? Yeah, no, nah, I think you know, it's something I've been working on, you know, for a while, um, of just creating these experiences and trying to show like the experiences happening in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. You know, us as artists, we trust, you know, professionals to make sure that, you know, things happen and people leave, you know, safely. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this night was just like a regular show. Mm-hmm. You know, it felt like to me. Um, as far as like, you know, the energy, people, it, it didn't feel like it was like, you know, people didn't, I don't, people didn't show up there to just be harmful. Mm-hmm. People just, I think, showed up to have a good time and then, you know, something unfortunate happened. And I think we really just got to figure out, you know, what that was, you know? Does raging make it harder to identify when something is going wrong in the crowd? Well, I think, you know, raging is just a, you know, they have a textbook, you know, definition. But, you know, in concerts, we've grown it to be just an experience of having fun. It's not about just, oh, harm. Mm -hmm. It's not about that. It's about just letting go and having fun, you know, help others, you know, love each other. It's not about just, you know, harm. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 that's not what it's all about. The show isn't just rambunctious for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's not what it is. You know? oh, trust me, I grew up on crunk. <laughs> so, you know, I understand, you know, you just don't, you don't want it to get too out of hand. Yeah, yeah but you know, the co- you know, the energy is high, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, that's why you want to just make sure that, you know, people are surrounded to make sure that people are just having the best experience. You know what I'm saying? You know, I can't say the energy is high, but, you know, you want to you make sure that people are there to, for people to have, like, the best experience and leave. You know? Yeah. You, you want people to have a good time. You don't want people to get yeah, hurt. Yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, God forbid, pass away. And, and, you know, it's typical for you to stop a show, to make sure fans in the crowd get the help, you know, they need. There's even footage of that night of, of you doing that during the set. Were you unable to sense, like, a difference in urgency this time around? I mean, yeah, because, you know, you stop the show, but, you know, you, you know, if something's going to happen, if it's something detrimental, somebody's going to let you know, you know, or, you know, the show just stop. And, you know, that just wasn't the case. You know, I just kind of stopped the show. You know, you just ask, you have a call and response with the fans. Um, you try to, you know, generally get a response. But, you know, if you don't get like a hard like stop, you, stop, you yeah. know, it's just... You, you can't, you just don't, you just go off of what's going on, you know, which makes it so like, 
so crazy because like you know if i feel like if, you know anyone would have known it would have just been like it wouldn't have gotten far you know mm -hmm. what, what headspace were you in when you posted that uh that initial that initial response video i mean it was i think it had to have been the night of you know um so i was just in a headspace of just trying to get a communication out to my fans you know um I, mean, I had little to no information, you know, so I was just trying to figure it out and just communicate to them, you know. Yeah, I was just reacting just literally just to get some to the fans, you know, it's people that showed up. Do you regret that initial video? Do you regret reacting in that way or not like not having all the information before you said something? I mean, yeah, because, you know, you, you just don't know what's going on. But at the end of the day, I don't you know, I just wanted to get something out. You know how my message came out. I can't. You know, I can only go off what I, you know, what I know, but mm -hmm. my true intentions of it, you know, was really just trying to get a message across and, you know, really wanted to just touch the fans, touch the families, you know, that we hear, we grieving mm -hmm. and we'll get through this, you know, through this process. So so what did you know in that first video? I mean, at, at that time, I think we just knew that, you know, people passed, mm -hmm. you know, um, we didn't know how, you know, that it was, you know, the news, you know, I think police came out and said, something um you know you're just going off of what you're seeing in the in the in the news you know you don't mm -hmm. really know nothing and then as the days go on you start collecting a little bit more information they said there was a there was like chaos and trampling being reported since the early afternoon like like hours before the show even started were you informed of any of that ahead of time well no like um and um you know the police he came he came and um to my trailer and you know he congratulated me on you know, the event and, you know, having something like this in Houston, he let me know that this, it was, uh, you know, mishap at the merch booth earlier, you know, they shut it down, but they opened it back up. They seemed to got it under control. You know, he was going to step out and just let us know if we need anything, you know, mm -hmm. have a good show. That was it. You know, um, a lot of the criticism, you know, from the tragedy they say is in the, the poor planning and understaffing of the, of the event. As an artist, do you have any involvement? in any of that? Well, I mean, we just, do, as an artist, you just do the creative. And for this being my festival, you know, I got, you know, bring artists, you know, creatively produce it. And, you know, we just trust in, the, you know, the professionals to kind of just make sure that, you know, people, you know, are taken care of and, you know, leaving safely. You know, I just can control what I can on the stage. And then, you know, you have the professionals control what they can in the crowd, you know? It's just hard because as an artist, you know, you want to have like the best shows and you want to, have the best experiences and you, you know, you link with professionals to handle that side of it, you know, and mm -hmm. then, you know, you want to know what's going on. I think that's what we got to figure out, you know, and figure out what happened there, how it happened, you know. You spoke on the uh, Houston police chief. His name is uh, Troy Finney. He came to you and he, he said he voiced concerns over the, the crowd energy. So what, what did you and your team like do with that information once you got Well, I think that's what the media, um, I think that's what the media said, but I think it, I think it read to more so that he wanted us to, he knew that our crowd was, you know, the type of crowd that comes, it comes at a heavy crowd. So to communicate with him, if we were doing anything outside of the week's itinerary, you know, mm -hmm. um, that week we were doing like a lot of charity stuff prior to the festival. So, you know, the security at most of the events, but, you know, he was just letting us, you know, I guess in that statement, he was just saying, if we do anything outside of, what we had on our itinerary, itinerary, let them know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we didn't even get to that point. It was crazy. Just, you know, being there kicking it with you for a little bit, like I can see that 
you know, this is weighing real heavy on you. Yeah. So, so how much do you, do you feel a sense of responsibility for what happened that night? Well, you know, fans come to have a, come to the show and have a good experience, you know? Um, and I have a responsibility to, to figure out what happened here. I have a responsibility to figure out the solution. And, you know, and I got to, and, and hopefully this takes the first step into, you know, us as artists, you know, having that more insight of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, you know, the professionals to kind of, you know, surround and figure out more of an intel, whether it's tech, whether it's, you know, more of a response, whether it's whatever the problem is, you know, um, to figure out that in, in, in the future and moving forward in concert safety, mm-hmm. make sure this never happened again, you know? Well, let's talk about those professionals. Like how much, how much responsibility do you think like Live Nation and Scoremore, the promoters having all of this? I mean, you know, they do their job of, you know, setting these things up. So, I mean, I, I think, you know, they, they, when we dial into what, you know, specifically happened here, I feel like, you know, even they can kind of help, you know, figure out what happened in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I think collectively, everyone needs to just figure out the bottom line solution. But, you know, especially in concert safety, you know, definitely got to have, you know, make sure that, you know, these things are, you know, done right. Mm-hmm. You think these festivals are too big, man? 50,000 people is a lot of people for anybody to control. Yeah, there, there are festivals that are bigger, mm-hmm. you know, way bigger. And, you know, I just think it's not about the maximum of it. I think it's about the attention to what's going on mm-hmm. um, and how it's going on. And as long as that's handled, I feel like you know, things can be, you know, can go okay, uh, will be okay, you know. But if you look at it through the history of festivals, you know, um, this isn't the first time having. It's been a long history of this, you know. So, I feel like if you look at the overall, you know, view of that, and you kind of like dial in, okay, what could we do better to fix this overall for general concert safety? I think we figure out the problem, you know, mm-hmm. um, and make it better for people to have better live experiences. Live Nation um, reportedly agreed to end the concert early after the Houston PD and the fire department declared it a mass casualty event, but the concert continued for another 40 minutes. Was there ever any, ever any communication to you on stage that you should end this? Well, yeah. I mean, they just told me right after, you know, the guests get, get off stage, you know, we're going to end the show. You know, and that's what we did. You know, other than that, there was no other communication. You know? Oh, so after, you mean after the guests? What you mean? Yeah, after the guest comes out, okay. we're, going, we're going to end the show. But it wasn't communication on why. You know, it was just, you know, that's what came through my ears. You know? Oh, so they didn't say stop now? No. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Wow. Do you feel like people are forcing more responsibility on you because you are the front man, because it was Astro World? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm the face of the festival. You know, I'm, a, I'm an artist, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, the media is, you know, they, yeah, they want to, you know, put it on me. And, but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't think it's more so about that. I think it's more so about, um, stepping up to figure out what the problem is. And I could take that. Mm-hmm. I could take, you know, stepping up to figure out what the problem is. I could take stepping into figuring out the solution that never happened again. Because that's what I generally want to do 
in general, even just for my community, you know? Mm -hmm. The whole idea for why I brought this festival to the city was to, you know, show that Houston is something different, you know, and show that there's all different types of lives, all different types of energy, and just bring that morale to the city um, and just bring that energy to the city. So I definitely want to, you know, step in to figure out, you know, how can we fix this in the future? What can we do to, you know, change these things, you know? Do you feel like you did everything you possibly could to help in, in that situation? Yes. Yes. Anything I physically can, for sure, yes. You know, and it, and it, and it, and it just, you know, if knowing, you know, what was going on, you know, you would just wish, you know, you know, I, if you, you know, could have done something better, or, you know, but standing there, thousand percent. You know, we know that the, the, the families of the people who passed are definitely watching this right now. And, you know, there's nothing you could say to heal the trauma these families who lost loved ones are, 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 you know, are going through. But being that you know they're watching, what would you what would you say to them directly? I'll say to them that I'm, I'm always here. And that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in this with you guys and I love you, you know, and I'll always, you know, be there to help you guys heal through this. And I understand that they're going through, you know, they're grieving right now and they're finding understanding right now. And, you know, it's not just like a right now thing, it's a forever thing. Mm -hmm. um, and these people that came to the show, they are my family. And I've always had that connection to the people I feel like that listen to the music or came to my shows. And that's why I really, you know, it's really hard on me even just, you know, to even like, you know, man, even because, you know, they end up, they, they, they lost their they lost their loved ones, you know. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you know, it's it's tough. Um, and you know, I just want to always just be there for them, and just always just be able to just know that I'm a fix this for the future people, you know, and and fix this solution, um, and fix this problem. I mean, you know. Um, and find a solution to make sure that this doesn't happen in the future um, and definitely be a number one voice for this, you know. Because that, you know, I feel like that's like one of the, what we, what we got to figure out. Because other than that, it's like, you know, the show goes on tomorrow or, you know, something mm -hmm. goes, how does the, how does this get fixed? This could happen again. It's happened before. Yeah. Yeah. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. 
So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You're, you're, you're a father, you know. God forbid when your kids are of age, if they're in a situation like this, you know, I want you to put yourself in those parents' shoes right now. What would, what would you want to see come of this situation? If you... I, I want to see people put their heads together. I want to see people really figure this out. Not take this lightly, you know? Um, and really act on it. Um... And that's, you know, that's one of the main things that's important. I feel like they got to just act on it. It can't just be like something that happens and it just roll over. Mm-hmm. We got to be something that's taken serious and addressed seriously. And things formed around it, time and a lot of, a lot of time and a lot of, you know, thinking power spent on this, you know, and really fixing, you know, whatever system. It is it needs to be fixed, you know? From from the lawsuits to the media coverage, do do you feel like you're personally under attack? I mean I mean I mean, yeah, you I mean you see a name in the in it and shit, and it's like but you know 
at the end of the day, you step in these, you know, you, you step and you want to do a festival and, you know, when you, when you want to do things and you want to build up, you know, it comes with certain things, right? So I think it's all about how you respond to it. And I think it's all about how you react, right? So mm-hmm. I could feel that way, but I think more so about, it's more about how I feel about the response that I, that I, that I'm, that I care about more so, which is, you know, actually, you know, trying to step in and, you know, really step up to really fixing what's happening and and really step up for the safety of concert goers or people mm-hmm. in, in just live spaces, period. I um, wonder, I wonder, is there a way to even prepare for this? Because nobody, like you said, when you're doing the planning for a show like this, nobody is planning for this to happen. So how do you, how do you even prepare for something like this to happen? <sighs> I don't know. And I I feel like when we get, I feel like when it comes out a little bit more how this could have happened, I feel like that's how we can kind of attack that. But even I was thinking of ways like tech solutions, you know, people come into these festivals with these bands that only scan you in, mm-hmm. right? You have, you know, you have all type of tech now that can track your heart. Um, can track your, you know, oxygen levels, can track if you're going to be sick. Um, you can put things now if you're going to be, you know, get lost. It's all type of ways now I feel like that can be the band that only gets you access to entry or to a food line or to food trucks can now be soluble to helping save lives, you know, mm-hmm. um, can now be more of a response to people that are now on site and on ground. Um, I feel like that could be a way or, you know, even just figuring out what the exact solution, um, what the exact problem of it was and dialing more into that, I think you can kind of, I feel like there is a way. I just think it needs to be time spent on figuring that, figuring that out. Have, have you been able to have any personal conversations with any of the families who lost loved ones? I was able to, um, but, you know, I just want to just respect that, you know, the privacy of the conversation and, mm-hmm. um, I'm thankful for them for even allowing me to have the conversation. So, yeah. How did, how did you feel when some of the families rejected your offer to pay for the funerals? All things are understandable. And, you know, at a time they're grieving and they're trying to find understanding and, you know, they want answers. And it, it's not about, it's not about that. You know, um, I'm always going to be here, you know, to want to help them. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, it's not going to, st- you know, I got to continue to just show up for that. You know, um, I just wanted to make sure that they knew that I was there for them. You know what I mean? And continue to be there for them. Um, I think that's just more so what it's about for that. Um, yeah. Some people say um, your, your, your music played a role in this. Like I've seen them, you know, cite lyrics, you know, that encourage this kind of behavior. I've seen them say your music is demonic and this was a satanic ritual. You. You think your music is the blame? I mean, no. I'm. A, I mean, one. I'm a man of God, so that's the first thing first. And um, you know, so it's just, yeah, that's that. And you know, your music is just like self-expression. You know what I'm saying? And at these shows, I feel like people kind of like look at things. And if you've been to a Travis show, it's it's been different layers of shows, you know? Mm-hmm. I think people are just, you know, misconceptions and taking things they're seeing and, you know, all type of things, you know? Um, and I've, 
I've, I've, I've, I've took pride in trying to, you know, grow from where I was when I first recorded music to now where I'm going in music. Um, so yeah, I just think people gotta, and, and that's one thing with me is just got, people gotta kinda, um, you know, experience it sometimes. And I think that's what it was. You know, mm -hmm. people were kind of like, even before people were hearing about it, they come and experience it and taking away their own thing. And I've, it's always going to be an outside opinion. But, you know, for the ones that, you know, really believe in me and, you know, understand what, we're, you know, what I'm about and what I'm doing. No, that's not, that's not what I'm, you know, I'm preaching. I always preach like love, always preach understanding, always preach, you know, take care of your loved ones, love each other. You know what I'm saying? Get out your ideas. Never let, never let yourselves be stopped. You know, love one another and step into that. You know? Um, I mean, I think that's a part of it, but the music does encourage people to be violent at, at these shows. I mean, I mean, that's what the rage is about. I mean, most of the music is, is me sometimes talking about what I see at the shows. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, if I'm talking about the shows, you know, and so it's just, that's just, you know, the energy, you know what I'm saying? But the energy isn't to come and start, you know, being ultra violent and just being violent and hurting each other. That's not, it's not what it's about. So it's more so supposed to be entertainment. Yeah, it's everything is, you know, mm -hmm. and it's about what you experience at the, you know, at the shows and what you see, you know. Would this change the content of your music moving forward, you think? You know, what happened, you know, what happened here wasn't off Travis Scott music. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, that wasn't, oh, now you need to like switch up. No, I mean, I've made all different type of music, music in the first place, you know. Um, I've never was just like one lane or one genre of anything in the first place. So I just think it's all about experiences. And I feel like, you know, you know it could be music to come out of it. Um, lyricism, just emotion. Uh, you know, music is emotion, mm -hmm. um, you know, and music is healing. Um, and, you know, you can just find healing and find emotion, and, you know, in that, you know, um, and just more progressive. You know, everything I'm trying to do is just more progressive. Um, you said you're a man of God. And when I even said that, you know, they say your music is satanic. I saw the face that you made. What do you what do you think that even comes from? Travis Scott is satanic. Travis Scott is I just demonic. think it's just things people collect, you know, people look mm -hmm. at the internet and they just collect and they look at things and they look at visuals and, you know, you have all these theorists and people just thinking they're looking at visuals and don't understand, you know, just the idea of like what art may be or what, what you're trying to do. You know, they're just making up your own message, especially when you're not out there like yelling the message all the time. You know, it's just, yeah. And when they say this is a community event, Astroworld. Yeah, it's a, so they say a community event is a satanic ritual. How does that? Yeah, that's make you like feel? it's 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 crazy because you know it's like I do this for people to have a good time. You know, we have rides, we have games. You know, it's things for people to get off creative experiences. It's not you know the show is at the end of the day. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you know, and that show is just something based on on what's you know just just things. You know, it's not like. What? Like, why would we wake up one day and just trying to, this just, that's just evil. It's not what we're a part of. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to be a part of that. We're trying to be a part of joy. We're trying to be a part of light. We're trying to be a part of full blown happiness, love, you know, understanding, people taking care of each other, mm -hmm. you know, community, people to leave from these experiences and want to go out and do good. Mm -hmm. That's literally what we want. You know, we want to show them these things, you know, we put everything into the, you know, this, you know, this festival, you know, this is our third year, you know, so mm -hmm. we, 
try to put, you know, we every year we put everything into the festival so people can enjoy it. You know, it's not about just come perform. Mm-hmm. That not that, you know, it's things for them to do all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and different artists for them to experience too. Mm-hmm. Have the trauma of this tragedy impacted your desire to perform in the future? Um, I've, I've always seen performances um, of art of healing for me. That's why I've always been so into it. I, you know, I don't know if you like, you know, looked at like some of the growth from where I've tried to take performance. I've, I've always tried to, I feel like it's the art of healing. I feel like it's a moment where people have a mutual understanding. You know, and I feel like the first things first, before anything, is that we address, you know, a lot of safety concerns. I think mm-hmm. the first things first is that because not even just for me, you don't want other, you know, artists to have to go and take a part of that trauma, take a part of that experience, take a part of that, you know, that fear. You don't want mm-hmm. concert girls to still be a part of that fear. They want you want, you want them to feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's just the first things first. And I think once we take major steps into moving in that direction, you know, I feel like, you know, it could be cool to for for people to practice that healing again, you mm-hmm. know, and understand that. I don't think people should run away from it and shy away from it. I think, you know, it's it's a it's a form of healing, you know? You know, no matter what you do at any of your shows in the future, regardless of how much security how much safety you put in place. You cannot control human behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't control 50,000 people doing whatever it is that they do. Does that scare you? I mean, yeah, but, you know, you also put trust in the fans, too, to, you mm-hmm. know, just have a good time. You know, you just reinstill that. And, you know, you continue to practice, you know, when you're on stage to just remind them, you know. Um, and even when they're there, to just constantly have messages to remind them, like, yo, look, you're here to have a good time. We're not here. If you see somebody, you know, help another, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just continuing to reinstill that message. I think uh, help that mindset. If Yeah, so, so after a while was one of, you know, several ways you gave back to Houston. Do you think you've, you know, lost that privilege to do that? To be honest, I, have, I haven't really, like, thought about that because I've just been thinking about just community healing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the family's healing and, you know, all those things kind of building back up. Um, That's that that could take forever, though. That, you know, I don't know if you ever truly heal. Yeah. From these type of situations. Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, through these things, you know, like I say, music is part of healing. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, um, I don't I just don't, th- you know, a Travis Scott show or, you know, Astroworld show, you know, wasn't the bottom line factor of what happened here, you know? And I think we just got to figure out what that was, what happened. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having a Travis Scott show, you know, we've done shows, you know, all over. That wasn't the, you know, what happened here, you know, something that happened here, you mm-hmm. know? And that's why we want to fix it because it can happen anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think once we get further along in that, I think, you know, you know, it'd be more, a little bit more receptive, I feel. Just just you as an individual, when you perform again, what precautions will you take moving forward? Just you, just based off what you can personally control, what precautions would you take moving forward? I'll do the same thing I've, you know, been doing just double, you know, making sure everybody is on, on post and, you know, I'll do the, you know, d- double down on just making sure that everyone is locked in. 
everyone is aware. Everyone is on response. Everybody is on, you know, on it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And look out. Try to, you know, if you felt like it wasn't there more, push for it to be more. Push the call and response more with the fans. Like, what do you mean? Like, are, you, are y'all okay? Or, you know, or like, you know, try to have some sort of call and response with the fans while still being smooth in the performance. Because at the end of the day, it's still performance art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's why the whole general whole idea about this is you want to make sure that it's all these factors are are done before we even go into these things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because you want to just, when you go in, you want to have the mindset that, okay, people are going to be okay. We can have a good show. If anything's going down, people are going to be right there to be the first one to get to them, you know? And if there's going to be any communication, it's, you know, communication, but, you know, I think, yeah. When you did stop the show, how did you see that one person? I mean, they, he was right there, you know? You had, mm-hmm. like, you had people like just spread it out, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm looking, and I'm like, oh. So I just called down and, you know, the medics just came in, responded, got him out, you know? Mm-hmm. That's that's the only one you saw that? Yeah, that's the only one I saw. And then, you know, when I seen um, the lights in the back, you know, I just double checked, make sure everyone was okay. You know, I got a response that everyone was okay. Yeah. How normal is that to see ambulances and everything else at these festivals? Well, it was, a, it was lights. So, you know, am, and ambulances don't really have like red and blue lights, you know. Um, oh, so you thought it was... I, I don't, you, you don't know. You just, you just looking at his lights. That's why I ask. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yo, is it an ambulance? It's like, what's going on? You mm-hmm. don't know if it's like somebody got two lights up there doing, you know, doing some turn. You don't know, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, I didn't get a response. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, you know, you got a response from the fans. You know, I asked everyone to put a hand up. Um, and then, you know, didn't get a response from anything else. So just carried on. Does, does it make you feel judged when you see videos, you know, circulating of other artists stopping their shows, like to check on fans since, since Astroworld? Because it's almost like the insinuation from other artists is that, like, you didn't do enough. So we don't want to be like Travis. I take it as, you know, they're just taking extra precautions, you know, because it might not have been something that, you know, was running through their mind at time before. And they're just taking extra precautions to, you know, make sure they don't run through the same same problems. Mm-hmm. And I can commend them for that. You know, I, I've always done the same thing, you know, in my prior shows and at this show. So, I, you know, I feel them, you know. I just think it's been a little bit more, people are more capturing it now, like, because of what's going on. I think that's just how the media works. Do you feel like your team right now is allowing you to do everything that you possibly could do? And as far as what? Just as far as like anything regards to this situation, you know, speaking out, well, reaching out to families, whatever. Well, yeah, you know, and, you know, it's a lot of legal into it, but at the end of the day, I'm, you know, I'm human. So I want to do so much to try to like help and heal and you know you want to give time for people to heal you want to give time but you know i want to be able to like go and start taking these steps to you know addressing these you know these problems and you know getting to the solutions you know addressing the solutions and addressing ways to fix these things from happening in the future like um and i think that's the main thing and i've always took a 
I've always took pride in trying to lead things and go and attack things and, you know, be the first to jump out and go do it, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm more than, you know, happy enough to go. But, but then there's the person Travis Scott, but then there's the business of Travis Scott. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people around you trying to protect the business. Yeah. So for you personally, like, you know, how much do, do, do you want to protect the business as well? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like, people have to understand these businesses aren't built because, you know, you Charlemagne, I'm Travis. So it's like, mm-hmm. I've always cared about, you know, the fans. I don't give a, you know, it's about them. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, obviously it's like business and this, but I've always been the one that's like pushed back on vocally. Like, yo, you know, we got to, you know, this is about, you know, the fans. And, you know, the team has always felt the same way. Um, and so, and anytime I've ever done anything corporately, that's just, how I've always been. It's just like, yo, we want to go do things to make sure that the people that are experiencing this product is having the best experience. It's not about, you know, what we could do, like uh, the, the numbers, like, you know, that's not what we chase here. We chase for people to have the best experience. You know, we want people to have, enjoy themselves. We want people to walk away with, like, just ideas. Like, well, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. They say that there's no permanent friends or enemies in business. So, you know, if anybody decides to back away from Travis Scott on a corporate level, do, do you care? No. But um, I've never jumped into things with people that didn't know me. Mm-hmm. So 
everyone I surrounded myself with, you know, it's always been, you know, a backbone and, you know, supportive to anything I, you know, I want to do to help fix anything that could be a, a good cause, you know? So, you know, I'm thankful for that, you know? If the families of the victims never forgive you, will you ever be able to forgive yourself? Can you live with that? Nah, it's tough. You know, it's real tough. Um, because I want them to really know that my intentions, you know, wasn't to, you know, wasn't to harm their family at all. It's for them to come to have a good experience. Um, you know, and I, yeah, like, you know, I've always feel like I have a connection with my fans, you know, through the music. I feel like when they come to see me, it's not just like, oh, they're coming, they, they're coming to, it's like a connection. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes not knowing, you know, people not understanding like artists and where we come from, it, that it could be a disconnect. And, you know, I would love to, you know, instead of understanding and, you know, for them to truly know where my heart's from, you know, it, it didn't come for them, to, for me to harm. It just wasn't about a show to keep, you know, at all, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's about for them to have, you know, one of the, you know, very good time. And, it, and it's just tragic that it, it didn't turn out that way. You know, do you feel like you're being villainized? I mean, I, th I feel like it comes with being in a seat, you know? And I feel like they pointing the finger at me because it's my festival or they want to, you know, it's, I, I am who I am, you know? And it maybe not a lot of like understanding about like what's going on, but you know, like I said before, I feel like I can kind of like take that um, in a sense. Um, because my whole career, I feel like people have been trying to do that. And I feel like I've shown through actions that that's not my character. Mm -hmm. That's not, you know, that's not who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm shining through positive, you know? Um, and I feel like, you know, with understanding and with everything, I feel like people understand that what, what my heart wasn't there to be the villain, you know? I was there to be like a hometown hero. You know, the day before Astroworld, um, there's footage of you discussing the importance of giving back to your community and how much it means to you to be able to do that. Do you think people have forgotten, you know, your heart and all this and what Astroworld was, was truly about? You know, I think people, you know, are grieving and it can get, it can get, you know, misplaced with, you know, who cares about that, what's going on right now. Um, but, you know, like I said, um, I just want to continue to, you know, stay on those stepping blocks and continue to doing the charity I, I've been doing and continue to doing the community work I've been doing for Houston, you know. Um, I was doing those things before not looking for people to pat me on the back for them, you know. I was just doing them just simply just to make a change. Um, mm -hmm. And so you wouldn't be surprised if people don't, you know, pay attention to some of those things um, throughout whenever you are doing them, but that's not what you're doing for really. So I, I feel like at the end of the day, you continue to do those things um, regardless, you know? You think you'll ever be able to recover from this emotionally? You know, my grandmother, my dad, my mom, they've always told me to, you know, put your faith in God and hide behind his wing. Um, and 
at the end of the day, I think you got to, I've, I've always told myself, you know, things are going to get it's hard, you know, things can be feeling amazing sometimes and things can get real hard, you know, and I think how you respond to things and where you channel your emotions is very important, you know, especially at a time like this. And, um, and I gave my, you know, it was, it was hard for me to really, cause it was the first, it is the first time anything like this. I've even seen anything like this, heard of it and be happening, you know, to this whole community, you know, mm -hmm. um, it just, it just, you know, you kind of just, you want to be able to channel that emotion to just respond and you got to be strong, man. Um, stepping in and doing the things for the community doesn't come with being, you know, too weak. You got to be able to, you know, step through these things and show people that you really, you really care. You know, this wasn't just to get to the point to do this, but it was really to create active change, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think, you know, these are, you know, it's these moments right now where you got to really show, you know, where your heart is in this thing, you know? Um, and I, I think, you know, that's what I've always, you know, one wanted to do. And, you know, I want to just continue to do that. I'm glad you mentioned your family because that was one of my, one of my last questions. Like how important is family been in this situation? Uh, you know, it's been important, you know, um, you know, you know, all my family was there too, you know? So it's been important, um, but to be able to have them and bounce back, you know, ideas and, you know, them grieve with, you know, for those families as well. Um, pray for those families as well. Continue to, you know, them also being a helping hand as well, you know, um, which gives me more hands to help. Um, I feel like, which is more important. Um, and, you know, you know, them always having my back to support the idea want to create this change, I think, you know, at least gives me more confidence that, you know, I'm not in, in this alone, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, to um, help fix this, you know, for, this, for the families, for the community. As a superstar, it's weird, right? Because these same outlets that report on this tragedy, when something like the W cover leaks, then now they want to get back to your relationship. And whether you and, you know, Kylie are together or not, is that not strange to you? I mean, yeah. So I don't really like do, only do magazines I like, you know? Mm -hmm. But, you know, a magazine going to try to like figure out what the fuck they want to figure out, you know? I just, I've never did anything for a relationship for, you know, anybody to try to figure out, put a label on what they want to put it on. Mm -hmm. You know, we know what our relationship is and, you know, so I just stand strong on it. So I guess my final question, man, who do, who, who does, who does Travis Scott ultimately, I guess, think is responsible for this tragedy? You know, I, it's crazy because something tragic happened here. And what's, what, what I've just been trying to, you know, get to the bottom of is just what happened here, how it happened here. And, I, you know, I think the families are owed, you know, that. I feel like, you know, the community is owed that. I feel like we're owed that to just know what happened here. Um, and 
you know, I don't want to, I don't want to just speak too soon. I just want to figure out, you know, what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, we, like I said, you know, as artists, we just leave this up, you know, to, you know, to professionals to make sure that we, you know, that fans are having a good time, Every, you know, people are protected and can, you know, leave and have the best experience ever, you know? You know they're going to pick this interview apart. So is there anything you want to say, you know, to your fans, to the family of people who lost loved ones, you know, before we get out of here? I mean, I just want to, I want everyone to just continue praying for the fans. Um, I want to continue, I want people to continue praying for the ones, the fans that was lost. Mm -hmm. You know, I want people to continue praying for the families. Um, I want people to continue just reaching out for healing. Um, I want people to continue to just be there for each other. Um, and remember that, you know, that love is just, you know, everything. And with that, you know, we can try to cure everything, you know, and um, take steps into, you know, healing. And I think the more we try to, you know, continue to let people grieve and continue to be there for people and, you know, check in more people and, you know, check in on your loved ones and just, you know, that, you know, I think that's just like one of the most important things, and, you know, um, staying strong through this while we, you know, figure out what's going on, you know, and, and bring understanding to these families and to the community. That's what we're going to do. We're going to send healing energy to everybody involved, the families, yes, you know, those who were lost, yourself, because nobody wants tragedies like this to happen. Yeah, so, not at all. So preventing them moving forward is the only thing we can do. Yeah. Appreciate you, Thank brother. You, man. Yes, sir. Sure, Absolutely. Sure. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.